So you could be playing the Rockets here in the second round. Obviously, they present a unique challenge with their small ball lineup. Uh, P.J. Tucker playing at center at 6'6", probably. At, that's probably his official height, uh, maybe 6'7", at best. Uh, Frank Vogel has alluded, alluded to the fact that you guys could play small and you could play big, even though there's a majority of Lakers Twitter or Lakers social media files that prefer you guys to play small. How do you envision uh, being able to be effective in, in a potential series against the Rockets? Well, I said we. I think we can adapt and adjust. I'm not saying we should have to adapt and adjust to any team. Make them adapt and adjust to us. But because we can play small, we can play big, we can play fast, we can play slow. Um, I think it's to our advantage, and we have to use it to our advantage. Um, and I think we switch it up on them sometimes. I think obviously we always like to start big, so we can do that. We can still play fast when we're big, but we gotta take advantage of when they mismatches, switches, and getting in the paint. Um, obviously, they think we can't beat them with twos. They're gonna try to beat us with threes. But if we take away some of their threes, and said wear them down some in the paint, uh, and also wear them on and make some shots on the outside would be great. Um, we do play fast with AD at the five, or even Kuz four or five, however you want to do it, um, you know, and just keep up our pace and be able to instead of guard them a little bit better than, than normal and take away that three a little bit more, um, it'll give us a chance. So I'm um, interested to see said, how those that series t- turns out between the two of them, um, OKC and Houston, but if it ends up being Houston, I know it'll be a tough task. They have some good pieces that are playing well, uh, even with Jeff Green adding him, Covington adding to the roster. Um, you know, Daniel, uh, he's shooting it very well. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Daniel House. House. Yep. There you go, Daniel House. Uh, he's been playing well. Uh, Macklemore, he's been shooting the hell out of it. You know, they've all been playing well. Austin Rivers having a hell of a bubble. Uh, so they have some good threats out there. They have some real threats, uh, some serious, you know, days where they can shoot it well. Um, but we have to do a better job, a real good job of, you know, defending the perimeter um, and at the protecting the paint at the same time too, but getting out and running and putting pressure on them um, offensively. So you've played, uh, you've played against the Rockets in the playoffs before. Playing mm-hmm. against a player like James Harden, I envision actually uh, that you might be the primary uh, defender for him, just because of your experience guarding him and your size. Him Maybe being, we'll see. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. obviously we don't know. You're not going to give away the full scout. I know. Mm-hmm. But if you do play against uh, James Harden. If you if you were assigned as his primary defender rather yet, uh, how do you uh, envision guarding him? What are the, the the main principles that you can give the audience without actually giving away the scout? I mean, the same as any other star player, man. Trying to limit their touches as best as possible. Um, with them, with Houston, not just with him, but you try to take away their three ball. You try to take away his three ball. Try to limit his touches, and um, you know, try not to foul him. <laughs> you know, the guy, he, even if he has an off night, he's still going to get twenty something points somehow because he's going to get to the free throw line fifteen to twenty times. But um, you know, the biggest emphasis for everybody in the league is try not to foul James and try to take away his three ball. Obviously, it's not it's easier said than done because he's very good at both. Um, but those are the emphasis, and that's just what everybody in their team. And obviously, Russ, don't forget about him. Better respect him. The guy's MVP too, so um, he's the their balance. He's the one that gives them the, a rim attack, the twos. He shoots more twos and threes. Um, so we got to kind of protect the rim and protect the paint with him. Um, so with those two guys leading the charge ahead of the snake for them, um, you know, we have a, a full hand. Uh, we have a lot on our plate just trying to take care of those. And obviously we have the, the pieces around them that, that have been playing well. Um, it's going to be a hell of a matchup. It's going to be a hell of a challenge. As somebody who's made it all defensive second team before, can you explain uh, for the people listening or watching, how exactly is James Harden so good at getting fouls like what is the actual 
thing that makes his skills so unique. And don't, I don't want to start no drama. We ain't going to talk no, about any man. flopping. I mean, We're not going to talk no, about no, anything I'm not like going to go into that, man. I respect all those guys. They're very good. I respect everybody around the league. And it's a it's a skill set to be able to get to free throw as much as in. Um, you know they're very good at it, and I respect James's game. He's great. He probably Owen probably MVP one or two. You know what I'm saying? He's had that many type of seasons, um, but he's very good at, at I said using his body, using his angles. He, he he's physical when he needs to be, and he knows when to use the physicality against you. So that's why it's tough to not foul him because he'll physically you know bump you, push you, ride you off, and then you know some way he'll find his arms to find your body, and then you know use the contact against you to draw a foul. Um, just like Luca, you know, some of those guys, they're just very crafty. And you don't have to be fast, athletic. But James is still, don't get me wrong, he's still fast, athletic, crap, uh, explosive when he needs to be. Uh, but so he knows how to use your physicality against you and be physical at the same time. He'll be physical with you and he knows when to, you know, turn it on and off and switch it up to where you don't know how to or when to be physical. Because um, sometimes you get your hand in there and then he'll use that against you. So, um, you know, he's very good at it. So we have to do a good job of keeping our hands out and not let him get to our body as much. Uh, be physical, but physical without fouling, which is a, a tough task to do. And we alluded to it. We know the Rockets are going to get three point shots. It's, it's <coughs> you can't you can't stop it. Yeah, um, they're going to get them up. They're going to get them up. So how do you balance? I feel like there, there, there's a high potential for one game where you really just have to say, "Hey, listen, man, they hit thirty threes. They got a sixty threes. They hit twenty eight of them." That's just going to be a loss for any. True, they're going to hit some. They're going to hit some. How do you balance? How do you balance between letting them get them off? Because at, at a certain point, you really can't stop if they decided to take these threes like, at will, uh, even if they're contested. How do you balance that? Um, so you you just try your best to take away as many opportunities as you can. Um, if they have less opportunities, they can beat you at, at two. You take away the opportunities at three, then you have a better shot. Sometimes they're going to make some, but. At that point, you got to try to slow the game down, whether it's either get inside, get to the free throw line more with AD and Braun and draw more fouls or go to the post more and slow the game down so that they can't get out and run and get as many threes up when they're having a night like that. But, you know, there's, there's no reason why. I mean, you, there is a huge reason why. But if you're a good defense team, we call ourselves a good defense team, you should be able to take away something from a team or at least limit it. So if we call ourselves a good defense team, we got to at least limit their attempts and their opportunities from three at least open ones. If they're hitting all contested ones and they hit 30 of them, you know, you guys get the game. We'll give you two claps and a pat on the back and keep it moving. But, you know, as a good defensive team, we better, you know, have the expectation and the standard of being able to, you know, guard them well enough to at least take away some of their opportunities, at least a third or a fourth of their opportunities to limit them to be able to blow up like that. Well, you already know how it goes. I wish you the best of luck for those who are watching or listening. Appreciate it, man. We're going to need it. This is how it goes. Danny wins, we record again. Danny loses, we don't so, inter- we don't we don't entertain those thoughts because since since we've been doing this show, only one year in, <laughs> yeah. we only know how to keep going. So exactly. hope, hope we keep going with some W's. That way we can put out some more content, and then we'll find. I'm sure I'm sure Danny Lakers fans will find a way to celebrate one way or another. We don't they don't need an actual parade to have a parade. For sure. <laughs> so let's in the meantime, read, read, rate, subscribe, review. I think and, that's pretty. I know, think you got it. I think that was actually. Yeah, it. I always add more than one, but read, rate, subscribe, review, and hopefully we have another one in another week or two. So, um, you know, good luck to Lakers fans. We're gonna need it. Um, you know, hopefully a lot of fun, and hopefully so we turn our, that worm for us of us, you know, playing better basketball as a group, offensively, defensively too. Keep that going, but offensively, uh, get back in rhythm.